There is considerable data out there that shows that the next generation, millennials, but especially Gen Z, are gathering experiences instead of things. These individuals are renting at a greater rate than the generations before them, changing jobs more frequently than the generations before them. So what does that mean for the restaurant industry? Stick around to find out. There's an old saying goes something like this. You'll only find three kinds of people in the world. Those who see, those who will never see, and those who can see when shown. This is Restaurant Strategy, a marketing podcast for anyone who's looking. Thanks for tuning in. My name is Chip Close, and this is Restaurant Strategy, a weekly podcast dedicated entirely to the hospitality industry. Each week, I leverage my 20-plus years in the industry to help you build a more profitable and sustainable business. I also work directly with operators all over the world through my group coaching programs to address and overcome the specific challenges we face in our industry. Curious to learn more? Set up a free 45-minute strategy session at restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. Let me show you how simple it can be to run a profitable restaurant. Again, restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. As always, you will find that link in the show notes. Now, despite easing restrictions, we are all still strapped into the roller coaster ride of fluctuating food prices. That, combined with continuing staffing challenges, makes it more important than ever to control your costs to remain profitable. Margin Edge is a restaurant management software that uses POS integration and invoice data to show you your food and labor costs in real time so you can make informed decisions in the moment rather than weeks after the period ends. By automating your invoice processing and totally digitizing your back office, Margin Edge saves your team hours on paperwork and gives you instant insights to help you manage your prime costs. Take control of those costs with real-time data. Best of all, listeners of the show get to try Margin Edge free for 30 days. No contract, no setup fee, free and unlimited training and support. Learn more at marginedge.com slash chip. That link is also in the show notes. Now, as I mentioned last week, we are in the middle of a 10-episode stretch. I'm doing something different this summer, right? I'm doing 10 episodes all about consumer behavior, all about the shifting consumer trends we are seeing out there in the market, not just in the restaurants, but in all of the market, right? For, for all products, all services, just in our economy in general. And then we're gonna boil that down to and talk about how that specifically affects our industry, right? So market research firms like Mintel and Euromonitor International have been putting out tons of data over the last, I'll say 12 to 14 months, uh, specifically about the, the changing uh, consumer behavior, changing trends in a post-pandemic world. Right. Obviously, the pandemic fundamentally shifted our world. It changed. It's a it's a once in a lifetime change. Right. That changed. Uh, you know what we do, how we do it, uh, what we care about, how how our world runs. Literally, it's it's a once in a lifetime uh, thing event that happened. That that uh, COVID nineteen pandemic, and it's shifting what people are doing. Right. And and when consumer behavior changes. Well, that changes or should change how we respond to that, right? 
There's so two ways to market, right? Come up with a product and find an audience for that product or look around for an audience that needs something and create a product to serve their need, right? The best marketing is always the latter. So if we keep our eyes open and we're looking for problems, if we're looking for issues, right? Looking for things, problems we can solve, that's the very best way because if you look around, you see somebody who has a problem, you go craft a solution to that problem, all you gotta do is go out to that person and say, hey, I know you've got a problem, I just came up with a solution, a compelling solution to solve your problem, right? So shifting consumer trends are crucial. Today, on today's uh, episode, I wanna talk about the push for experiences, specifically, this next generation, the millennials and Gen Z, right? And we've heard a lot about them, about the things they care about, about the things that they spend their money on. This is a, a group of uh, a group of individuals that has an incredible amount of buying power, and they are not buying stuff, which is good for us because we're not in retail; we're in the experience business. So they say, right? All, um, all the economy is made up of products and services, and I disagree with that. I think, um, I think the economy is made up of products and services and experiences. Because in the restaurant industry, we serve a product, right? They order food, we serve food, that's a product, right? But we also provide service because we ask them what they want, we bring them what they want, we clear it away when they're done. We give them a, a really great, a great environment as well though. So there's a product piece to what we do, there's a service piece to what we do, and the aesthetics. The dining room, the, the experience of going out to eat is also something we sell. So that's why I like to say, it's not just products and services, it's also experiences which speaks right to where we are, right to what we do. So people, the, this next generation is less interested in hoarding stuff, which is a big departure, especially when you look at the 80s and 90s and early 2000s where, where storage, storage became a very big business because as, as the older generation is Generation X and the boomers were collecting more and more stuff, which isn't surprising historically when you look at these were children or grandchildren of uh, the, the depression generation, right? That they lived with little and when they had stuff, they wanted to keep that stuff. Houses got bigger and bigger and bigger. And again, the next generations aren't buying these big houses so they can keep all their stuff. They're either buying smaller houses Typically, they're gravitating towards urban centers, um, not exclusively, but but in greater uh, numbers and greater percentages than in the past. And there's a very meaningful, significant percentage of the the Gen Z and uh, and millennial generation that isn't buying. They aren't buying homes at all. They're simply renting because it gives them the flexibility that they crave, that they desire. And, and we're gonna get into more of this because this sort of touches on a lot of other consumer trends that are happening. But right now, I just wanna stay focused on the need to collect or the desire to collect experiences rather than things, right? So again, people are less interested in the stuff, less interested in hoarding stuff, and more interested these days in gathering experiences, right? Trips, travel is at an all-time high all over the world, right? Travel is a big thing. Um, uh, restaurants, hotels, right? Golf outings, right? There, there are all these things out there that people are doing rather than getting, right? They are going to do stuff, to experience stuff, to try things, to, to see the world, to experience things differently than they did before. And again, that speaks exactly to where we are. So, 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 what do, so what do we do, right? What do we do with that? 
right? We do we do a couple of things. I talk about this in in two parts. Number one, you have to understand that this is something that people are are uh, looking for, and you've got to uh, accept the fact that this is something you are prepared to provide. So if people are less interested in stuff, more interested in experiences, then you have to make sure that you're creating a great experience that's different than anything else out there. The reason people go to Africa, because there's nowhere else in the world like Africa. There's nowhere else you can go see these wild animals just out there in nature. Reason people go to Hawaii or go to Portugal or go to China or Japan or any of these places is because it's so wildly different than anything else out there. And it's worth the expense and the effort to get all the way to these extraordinary exotic places because what you get when you get there is unlike anything else, right? Anybody who stood in the center of Tokyo knows that there is nothing else like it. It's like Times Square on crack. There's nothing else like it in the world, right? Anyone who's ever been to Kyoto knows that there's nothing else like it. Anyone who's ever stood in uh, the Colosseum, anyone who's ever been uh, you know, through the streets of Paris, there's nothing else like that in the world. So for us, in the restaurant industry, we have to challenge ourselves to create something that people can't get anywhere else. If they're going to collect experiences, they're not going to go out of their way to get something that they've already sort of gotten before. They want to go out and get something that they've never had before. And this goes right to what we're talking about, uh, you know, all these last several years, something I believe, which is the, the power of differentiation, right? You got to figure out who has a problem. You have to craft a solution to that problem. You got to figure out who else is trying to solve that same problem, right? Who are your competitors? And then you've got to separate yourself from them. You've got to, you've got to differentiate yourself from them. That stands. There's nothing, there's nothing I'm saying that goes against that. I'm saying lean into that. Create an experience that doesn't already exist. And yeah, listen, you might just be, you know, sandwich shop. You might just be a pizza place, but don't just be any other pizza place. We don't need just another anything. Certainly, the town doesn't need another pizza place unless you want to say something new about pizza. You want to present, uh, present something different, a compelling alternative to what's already out there. That's what people want. I'm, I'm firmly convinced of it. Now, it's not easy. It doesn't happen overnight. There's a, there, there are things you need to do to achieve that. But the only things people are buying these days in these generations are souvenirs. Souvenirs are the rare exception because people want to remember that experience. Create a unique enough experience and people will want to remember that some way, somehow. That's the first part that I want to talk about, about how we start thinking about the experience economy. I'm going to talk about the second in just a minute after a word from another one of our sponsors. Now, today's episode of Restaurant Strategy is also brought to you by Seven Shifts. Seven Shifts is a modern team management platform designed by restaurateurs for restaurateurs. Effective team management is more important than ever to ensure profitability and restaurant success, especially, especially as restaurants start to open back up and expand their teams. Trusted by more than half a million restaurant professionals, Seven Shifts gives you the tools you need to simplify scheduling, easily manage time and attendance, communicate your team, and actually retain your talent. 
Best of all, 7Shifts integrates with the POS and payroll systems you already use, turning your team into a competitive advantage for your business. Right now, Restaurant Strategy podcast listeners can get three months absolutely free. Get started by visiting 7Shifts.com slash Restaurant Strategy. That's the number 7, S-H-I-F-T-S dot com slash Restaurant Strategy. 7Shifts.com slash Restaurant Strategy to get three months of industry-leading team management software for free. Now, we're talking about consumer trends, right? The the shifting world in a post-pandemic environment, right? And today we're talking all about the experience economy, right? That there is significant data out there that says that the uh, millennial and Gen Z generation are no longer interested in stuff. In fact, they are bypassing stuff quite a bit. They're not buying homes, they're renting in greater percentages than the generations before them and they're collecting experience. They've got more discretionary income, right? Gen Z right now has more discretionary income than the boomers. That's incredible. It's like $360 billion according to uh, certain research firms. That's an incredible amount of buying power and they're not buying stuff. They're buying experiences. So here's the second piece. This is how you apply this to your restaurant, to our industry. Stop competing on product. Quit trying to convince people that your burger is better than the next guy. Stop promoting features. Instead, communicate solutions and really think deeply about how you can communicate lifestyle, right? Lifestyle. That's an experience, right? People want to uh, think of themselves in a certain way. People dress a certain way to present themselves in a certain way to the world, right? That's not something that just was invented. That's been happening for ages. People believe things about themselves or want to believe things about themselves or want others to believe things about themselves, which is why they do the things they do. They buy the things they buy. They dress the way they dress and they do things. They go places. They collect experiences, certain kinds of experiences. So you are selling an experience. You are not selling a product. Somebody wanted to get fed, they'd go to the grocery store, get, you know, chicken and beans, rice and beans, and eat for a couple of bucks, feed a family of six uh, for, for just a couple of bucks. Let's, let's agree on the fact that your restaurant is much more expensive than that. So you are not selling a product, you are selling an experience. Yes, the food is part of it, but the service is part of it, the aesthetic is part of it. What it means to dine at a restaurant there, right? That that means status or, or, or whatever it means to you. That's all part of the experience of engaging with your brand, of being a part of that brand. So stop trying to convince people that you are better. Stop promoting features, right? Well, this burger is grass-fed or this is that. That's part of it. But go one step further. You eat here because you care about great quality and you want to protect the environment. You value sustainability. We can help you fulfill that promise, what you believe about yourself, because all of our burgers are grass-fed, hormone-free, antibiotic-free. All of our produce is organic, all of our whatever. In order to help you, the consumer, achieve something, we're going to provide this kind of food. In order for you to capture a certain kind of experience, something you believe, again, to fortify something these people already know about themselves or believe about the world. Again, promoting an experience, selling an experience, 
is different than selling a product. Disney doesn't sell a product. They're not selling a ticket to the Magic Kingdom. They're selling the experience of spending 12 hours at the happiest place on earth. And they got food and beverage and rides and attractions and shows and characters and all of that. You're not selling a product. You're not selling a day at the Magic Kingdom. You're sending an experience. You're selling an experience. The experience of, of, of being in that park for an entire day. It's the same with our restaurants. And the sooner that you click into that, especially moving forward, because the new generation is telling us with how they spend their money, they're telling us that this is what they value. And the more we do that, the more we give into that, lean into that, and work to attract them, the better off you are going to be. So again, this is the second episode in a 10-episode arc talking all about the biggest consumer trends facing the economy right now, specifically talking about how they relate to the restaurant industry. Again, this is number two out of 10. I appreciate you being here. Big thanks to all of the uh, sponsors for being here. Again, if you want to set up a free 45-minute strategy session with me, uh, go to the show notes, click the link, or visit restaurantstrategypodcast.com slash schedule. Schedule a free call with me. Again, thank you for being here. I will see you next time.